the nastiest we get, it's a very popular article, is how to make money selling your knickers. Hi, I'm Michelle. A random meeting in the street with my fabulous friendly neighbour Liz resulted in the creation of this podcast. Finding ourselves at the same stage of life, we've got to know each other over cups of tea and maybe something stronger on my sofa. With seven kids and stepkids between us, we've been around the block a bit and are now redefining ourselves in midlife as empty nesters. Join us on the sofa for a chat. There's always room for one more. Hi and welcome to Two Women Chatting. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. So today's topic is basically cash down the back of the sofa, isn't it? Yeah, saving a bit of money, finding a bit of money. Finding ways from home, how we can sell a few things, rent a few things. Just just make life a bit easier for us all. I think we're all feeling the squeeze at the moment, aren't we? Yeah, literally, actually. (laughs) My trousers are too tight. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was at Pilates today. (laughs) And I've got to share this with you, because I was moaning about how barrel-shaped I am. Yeah, well, I am. I've kind of got no waist anymore. It's a typical sort of midlife, you know, zero waist. And Kate, my Pilates um, instructor, she said... No, no, no. You're very fit, but you've just got a layer of fun. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, I love that so I love much. It, I love her. I, I know, it made me smile all yeah, the way home. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it made me laugh as well because I was having a bit of a tidy up. And do you remember last year I told you about all those beanie babies? Oh, yeah. how's, your, how's your sale going? Uh, well, um, so far I've been banned from Etsy and I've been banned from eBay and I've no what? idea why. I was only putting Jabber the parrot up or something, and all of a sudden, I can't get access to either of them, so I can't sell the darn things. Where else can you sell them? Well, I don't know. I'm going to have to fight this. Is, is it try and gain of... my reputation back? Yeah, I was going to say beanie bags. Those are beanie bags. Beanie bags. They go for a fortune. Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah, beanie babes. Um, yeah. Well, who, who? I, I just yeah. have to get it unlocked or something. Yeah. I must have said something, done something. I keep on yeah. messing up on policy protocol. You're just trying to do too much. Maybe that's it. But, Maybe that's it. Yeah. But you know what? I saw a really good article um, that was posted on LinkedIn by Jasmine Bertles. Linkty dink dink is my friend's mum calls it. Linkty dink dink. dink. <laughs> well, Jasmine has, um, she's Miss Money Saver in um, national newspaper Daily Mail. And she's also, you see her on TV and radio a lot. Um, she posted this article, which really resonated. And it was basically about how you can make some money from home in ways mm. that are a bit more creative. Yeah. And doesn't, you know, cost you anything to invest in necessarily. But there's some really, you know, funky, cool ways. So I got in touch with her and she's going to join us now. Fantastic. So joining us today is TV and radio presenter Miss Money Saver, um, columnist for the Daily Mail. She's the director of three companies, author of 38 books. Wow. Uh, she's a money expert, um, a tech lash exponent. What's a tech lash exponent? I don't know. Does that have to do with eyelashes? <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah, and she's a stand-up comedian, which I oh, think I is could. really cool. <laughs> Um, she's also the founder and editor of the country's best-known money-making website, moneymagpie.com. And that's the go-to site for information and help on making as well as saving money day-to-day. Let's welcome Jasmine to our sofa. 
So Jasmine, thank you and welcome to Two Women Chatting. We're thrilled to get a little piece of your time because you are a very busy lady. Thank you. Good to be here. Yes, I am. I am. The worse the economy gets, the busier I am. I'm like a sort of vulture, really. (laughs) You keep seeing me when things are tough. (laughs) And I can see why being a stand-up comedian would help at the moment. You need a bit of a sense of humour, don't you? Absolutely. You've got to laugh or else you'd cry. Absolutely. There, There is really no other way of approaching it, frankly, because things are so upside down that unless you see the funny side at the very least or or see the positives, you just kind of stay in bed with the covers over your head all day, really, you know, because it just it does look rather worrying at times. Given that our audience is mainly midlifers, often empty nesters, so they might have a spare room, for example, several spare rooms, for example, have you got any great ideas and tips for how we can you know, maybe find some cash down the back of the sofa, make the most of what we've got, sell a few things, rent a few things. I know you've done a ton of research on this. Anything you can suggest with our listeners? Yes, certainly. I, it is, as you say, it, it's something I've done loads of research, you know, personal research, because I'm freelance. I've always been freelance, always run my own thing, which has meant that through my career, at times I've thought, oh, I'll need to make some extra cash or I'll, I'll sell a few books or um, uh, I'll, I'll do a bit of mystery shopping or do some babysitting, you know, constantly doing this. And when I set up Money Magpie, nobody else was doing this. Nobody else was, was talking about how to make money. It was all about how to save money or how to invest it. But really, there are so many genuinely interesting ways to make a bit of extra cash on the side. Like, for example, um, one that I did at one point, um, being a film extra. I know you guys have mentioned this. I mean, you know, apart from anything else, you get lovely food on set. You know, I do it for the food alone. That's what I heard. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> I've done that, actually. Oh, it's really fun. I mean, you know, yeah, and 100 quid cash money, hello. Um, I, it's it's lovely. And, and you get to see a few celebrities and, and everything. It's, it's a good, fun thing. So I love that. Another one, because I'm a big dog fan, and I know you are as well. Dog walking, £15 per dog per hour, or at least £10 per dog per hour. You know, you need about four, and, and you're doing quite nicely, so long as you love dogs, as long as you don't mind the poop, as long as you, you're happy going out in all weathers. You know, there are those those downsides. So the, the actual genuinely interesting things. But then there are also ways that you can make money, I would say, without too much effort, sort of basically using what you've got. And and this is ultimately the way I start when people say, well, how can I make some more money? I'll, I say, what have you got? What have you got in the house? Um, so, for example, as you mentioned, with empty nesters, you've, you've got a room potentially. Um, it always makes me think about Woody Allen gag when he says about... Uh, when he was a kid, he was kidnapped and he said, immediately, my, my parents swung into action. They let out my room. Definitely, you know, let out whatever rooms you have. And and I was speaking to a friend yesterday, a friend from university, who said she knows lots of people who are quite well healed, who are empty nesters, who just immediately stick it on Airbnb. You know, they, they just have people coming in and they don't necessarily need, need the money, but it's just rather nice to have it. You know, it sort of helps to pay for their ski holidays, you know, and, and that if you do need the money, it's I think it's an essential. You, if you are struggling at the moment, and a lot of people are, if you've got a room, rent it out, number one. And I don't care if you don't like having somebody there. If, if you're in debt, if you're struggling, you have somebody there, maybe either through Airbnb so that it's just here and there. Or there's a website, you probably know it, uh, Monday to Thursday dot 
cardboard.co.uk. Well, I don't know that. No, I've not heard that's that. That's a new one. Oh, that's rather... Yes, it's handy um, because it, it is literally for people who just want to stay there Monday to Thursday, you know, because they, they live somewhere else and they just they work in your area. So it's particularly good for London, Birmingham, Leeds or whatever. So people who, who work in an office in, in that city, but they actually live full time somewhere else. So that's nice because they're not there all the time. Or indeed, um, a, a friend of mine years ago, she used to, she kept herself going because um, she had a, I think, three bedroom flat and it was just her and she would have foreign students in. And and that was pretty good money. It's like, I don't know, two, three hundred a week or maybe more. And they would only stay for about sort of two to six weeks. So if they were awful, you know, you think, you know they're going to go soon, you know. So. <laughs> I've heard you can also be guardians for foreign students, can't you, at schools? You can become a guardian. Yes, and actually, between us, I did suggest that sort of uh, for um, a single mother that I met through a TV programme, and she had two kids, no money at all from her ex. There's a surprise. And she was really up against it. And I said if she personally could move into the lounge, sleep on the couch, rent out her room, and then if one of her kids could move into the other kid's room and she could put bunk beds in, she could get quite a few kids, foreign teenagers, to stay and you give them breakfast and dinner and all of that. And I say between us because the the agency she did it with were, were willing to pay cash, so um, that made it easier for her. But you'd probably have to, it'd probably be quite useful to have a DBS check, wouldn't yes. it? Yes. Some of these You'd things. need one. Just yes. to get, can you just get a DBS background check online? Can you apply for your, for that yourself? Now, last time I knew it, you you kind of had to do it through some sort of agency. So, for example, if you did that, you would you would do it through an agency or through a school. Um, there, there are all these foreign um, language schools. They would probably have to do it for you. I can't remember how much it costs. I remember last time I did it, which was a few years ago, it was 30 quid or something, 30, 40 quid. Good investment then. At yeah, the it moment. is. Then you can use them for other, other Absolutely, yes. Yeah. I mean, for example, babysitting. I mean, you don't have to have a DBS check for babysitting, just, you know, for your neighbours or whatever, but it helps. And it does mean that you could get babysitting work through nanny agencies. And, you know, there again, my mum used to run a nanny agency and... Um, we did get people calling just wanting somebody to do some babysitting. And there's also, it's also very hard quite often to find somebody who will do the school run. And that's a, a particular job, if you like, sort of five days a week during the, the term time at least, where you have somebody who goes, who'll pick up the kids at three or four o'clock, take them home, give them some food, supervise their homework until the mum or, or dad comes home at maybe seven, you know. So that's something that somebody with a bit of extra time, particularly if they've had kids themselves, would be absolute gold dust. Honestly, you know, somebody sensible. And if they're missing their kids mm. as well, if their kids have just gone off to university, that's a lovely thing to do. And similarly, being a doula, um, as I'm sure you know about doulas, and doulas are women who've had a baby themselves and they, they help new mothers either during or after or both of the births, you know. And that can be, you know, if, if you love babies, if, if you love being around them, you know, you know and you love, want to help pregnant mothers, and then that's a, a great thing to do as well. So that if, if you are somebody who, as you say, you, you love children, you miss them, there are a lot of child caring jobs. I mean, being a childminder as well, if you're at home and you want to stay at home. Nowadays, you can set your own price. It used to be that it was it was a set price and it was quite low. But now 
depending on where you live, you could potentially charge, you know, a fair whack um, per child. There are lots of rules over it and you have to do a few courses and everything nowadays. If you are an experienced mother, father, but particularly mother, frankly, that's that's a great way to, to make use of your mothering skills. What's the strangest you know, where you've heard of it, making uh, extra money. Yes, there are so oh, uh, we we specialise in that. Like only fans yes. or something, did you? No. <laughs> you know, we haven't done anything on only fans yet. Yes, how do you know about that? Um we haven't done anything on only fans yet, um on Money Margaret. I say yet because every now and then it comes up and we think oh, because it's you know, sort of almost Money Magpie. And we just recently heard of chefs being on OnlyFans, fully clothed to, you know, showing how how to make various recipes. We thought, okay, okay, we can do that bit. We can do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the nastiest we we get. It's a very popular article. Is how to make money selling your knickers. Mm. I'm going to go past. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, we talked a lot with like, can we do? And we think we're just going to have to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but having said that, you've got. Um, oh no, that's not. As, is that like the people who are selling their farts as well? Oh, yes. Is that awful to yes, say? No, it's too. Well, that's actually, you make a fortune with lazy. Yeah. <laughs> on that, on that note, you we actually do have an article on how you can make money from your poop because medically, you know, they do that. You can sell it to to um, research. That's an interesting one, yeah, then, isn't it? Yeah. Putting yourself forward for for potential medical research. Oh, medical research is huge, and because you know you, you can make serious money if you're if you're willing. I mean, I wouldn't even consider it myself, but there are loads of people who are willing to go and have stuff injected into them, etc. Because it's thousands. You literally you can make thousands. And I remember. I mean, do you remember that that terrible um, thing? It was or oh, was it ten years ago when? It, there was a medical research that went wrong, and and one of them turned. To, he called him, you know, said it was Elephant Man or whatever. Um, and apparently, because it was so big in in the news, you would think that that would put people right off. No, loads of people uh, actually applied to do medical research after that terrible story, because all they could see was ten thousand pounds or whatever it was. You know, a, a, extraordinary. So we do have that on the site, but uh, I'm not a fan. But you know, um, we we need to tell people what because a lot of people are are fans. There's also selling your hair, and that's you know quite a fun one. If it if it's sort of like it has to be at least six inches, and uh, I couldn't do it. It has to be untreated. Mine's full of bleach, so you know, couldn't be bad. So it has to be untreated and healthy and everything like that. And you can sell that. Actually, also being a life model and and any really anybody can do that as long as you can sit still. I'm no good. I can't sit still. My face moves even. You know, I'm sitting there thinking. So I'm hopeless. But there, there is a, a big demand for people in you know, local art colleges or just painters. You know, somebody who can sit still and doesn't mind getting their kit off, really. Well, keeping in sort of the acting arena, what about um, renting your house or your property out for films and things like that? How, how would you go about that? Yes, um, there are film set agencies. For example, is the BBC one. They have their own location agency. Um, there's one called Location, Location, Location. I think it is. That sounds apt. Yes, yeah, no. something Sarah Edel Location. I can't remember. We we do have an article about it on. And there again, you can make a couple of grand a day. Just it it depends what you've got. But funnily enough, I was watching. I thought of this yesterday because I was watching um, an old uh, crime drama thing um, on iPlayer. I think it was and. 
they they had a few scenes in a, a tower block and it was really quite high up and you could tell through the window that that it was about 15th floor or something and i thought oh that's interesting so i wonder how much they paid that because that, that's it was you know fairly unpleasant looking tower block and so it don't you don't have to have something that, that doesn't have to be a palace. big house no. or anything does it it no. doesn't have to like be. retro yes yeah. it, i actually rented um <laughs> it was really naughty really because i rented my house when i lived in singapore and this big chinese soap opera came and filmed and i was scared to death my landlord might oh, turn yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, there, there are various things they look for um you know it needs to be ideally not too far from wherever they're filming london cardiff edinburgh whatever good parking it's enough space because you've got cameras and everything. And uh-huh. uh, a friend of mine who who's a TV producer, she said, oh, I wouldn't have them in because they break things. So, you know, you need to be able to put things away that might be broken, anything valuable and not worry too much about the carpets. But, you know, two grand a day or something, I'd do it and I'd just replace the carpets, yeah. you know. Exactly. Get a nice new one. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, talking about good space for, you know, cars and everything, you can rent your parking space yes, out, can't you? Yes, you absolutely can. Um, there's Just Park and parklet.com. Yes. My parking space. I oh, use that, that Saturday. Oh, is it yeah. on the people's parking spaces? Oh, yeah. Oh, I just drive that. up straight onto their driveway. <laughs> yes, it's really There's good. a train strike on the other day and I used it. Yes, it's, they, they make money, uh, the train strikes. Anything, if you live in Wimbledon or if you live near a, a station particularly or an airport, or I mean, some people who live near an airport do sort of uh, park and ride and they'll actually come and pick you up even. Yeah, it's good. You know, I mean, that's a whole business. You just use your own parking space and you come and pick people up and everything. And I do think, and in fact, this is, you know, a bit of a spoiler alert. My um, Daily Mail column, Miss Money Saver column this week is about how to make money from your home. And and there are lots, you know, as you say, your your driveway, you can, if you've got storage space, maybe you've got a garage or a loft that you're not using, you can put it on spareground.co.uk um, or indeed, you know, park at my house. As, uh, those, well, well, no, it's just park now, which is great. And also now just Park. Uh, what are they calling it? They've got something. Um, it must be just charge, or I can't remember. But um, you know, with people with electric cars, you can have a charge point. You can you can charge people to to charge their electric car up at, at your place. Charge for charging. Yes, charge like for charging. Yeah. <laughs> people have got such initiative. Absolutely. That's it, though. Is mm-hmm. it's all about thinking outside the box. Yes, it really is. Oh, I'm sitting here thinking now. Yes. Well, I've I'm, you know I'm just thinking. Um, one of my uh, lovely Money Magpies uh, team members, Izzy, she's got a friend who pimps Starbucks cups. I didn't know there were Starbucks cups, but you know those ones that they're sort of clear plastic, and I think they've got a a, a, put a special lid and, and a straw or whatever. But she she paints them. She puts glittery things. You know different things. And she sells oh, pimping them. in that yeah, way. Yeah, that way. Yes, gotcha. yes. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. No, nothing. We're not talking rude, you know. No. <laughs> and then she sells them on Etsy oh, or eBay or yes. whatever. I mean, Etsy in itself. Etsy yes. and eBay. That's a brilliant. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Brilliant way of selling some things out the attic. Yeah, totally. Selling things out the attic and also making things and selling them. I've bought nice things that have been handmade off Etsy, and I think that's a great idea if you're a little bit crafty, you know, and you like. I don't know, knitting, crochet, um, or making things with leather, whatever. Candle making. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my yeah. daughter did candle making. And my daughter did earrings. Oh, yeah, you could, oh. she did great earrings, didn't she? But, of course, you've... So here's the thing. That. So here's the thing that may be a little bit more UK-based. 
if you're starting to do an Etsy kind of shop, you don't really want to go above that tax threshold, do you? That's true, yes. Um, so you're allowed to make £1,000 after, t- after expenses. And how about on eBay? What are the things at the moment that people might have stuffed away in a cupboard, in the garage, that they might not realise would make a bit of money. The amazing thing is, again, we've got an article on how to make money from broken rubbish, you know, broken stuff. So, for example, um, you could sell, do you know those old bits of jewellery that, that I've, I've got a, a, a box of, of sort of one earring or, or you know, those sort of things. Got lots of yes, them. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You can, you can put those in a bag and sell them as a job lot, 20 30 quid or so, depending on how much it is and what you've got. And it's great for jewellers or people who are doing crafts, you know. And also um, toilet roll innards. <laughs> Would you believe? You can, yes, you can sell toilet roll innards. So if, if you collect up, say, 50 or 100, stick them in a box, you can sell them for a tenner or something to, to parents or, or uh, art teachers, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Starved, isn't it? Why didn't I think of that? Uh, I know. And the other thing is used perfume. So say, for example, you've been given Chanel number five, you've tried it, it smells like toilet duck on you, you know, but you've tried it. So you just think, I can't sell it now, but you can because there will be people who love Chanel number five and they don't care that you've squirted a few times. They just want Chanel number five. Because it's, yeah, it's still hygienic, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So, okay, you wouldn't sell it for the full whack, you know, say it costs 50 quid, you might sell it for 25. So... That, that to somebody who loves that particular perfume, they're not fussed about the packaging, they just want the perfume. That's great. And I know people, um, I can't remember, I think it might have been, uh, there was a PR person I talked to who d- did exactly, but she would actually go and buy, She would every now and then she would go onto eBay and look for her particular perfume. It wasn't Chanel, but I can't remember what it was, you know, I don't know, Calvin Klein or something. And she had a few of them because she liked them and, and it was a nice cheap way of getting the perfume she liked. Well, <laughs> yes. That's brilliant. I love that. I love that. Both um, Liz and I have tried out Vinted and selling things through clothes, uh, clothes online stores. That's quite fun, isn't it? Yeah. It's got got a bit quiet at the moment. I was just wondering whether because of the times. But to get your party gear out. Yeah, but that's on there. It's, it's seasonal, isn't it? You've got to really just keep mm. it quite seasonal. Absolutely. It is seasonal. And and so uh, I think selling in January, early February is not so great either because you've got the sales on. So people are like, well, why would I want eBay when I've got the sales? You know. And I think right now, I would say if, if you have a look in the loft, if you've got some Christmas decorations that you're really sick of, stick bows on eBay because people are already starting to buy stuff. In fact, I, I had in my column last Saturday, I was talking about how to get Christmas sorted now and I was saying go on eBay, go on Gumtree go on these ones, go and get some second hand because people are selling the decorations that they're tired of So look out for the seasonal buys Or even just just go do a car boot sale I think there's still some they stop over winter of course but um, do a car boot sale is a good day out, go meet some mad people and make some money you know. (laughs) Oh I love a car boot sale So many ideas there. That's As you said, you do meet mad people, but great, great fun. Great fun, exactly. They really are good yes, fun. yes, exactly. Yeah. And again, that's good if you're an empty nester. You need to make those connections and get out the house. You know, get a project, clear room by room. That's a great thing. Yeah, yeah. really is. I haven't quite done that yet. <laughs> no. How many years None down the line? <laughs> we talk the talk. We just don't get no, it. No, I you know, advise my daughter, though, on them. Um, trying to save money she's just moved into a flat in london and she she did say you know why 
why don't we get taught this at school? You know, I told her to allocate stuff, but it's that fear that, you know, and if you know what you're doing, she really, yeah. Perhaps, Jasmine, if you have time in the spring, maybe we could have you back to give us some tips on how to educate our kids with building up credit scores and oh, yeah, that's you know, early investing. Do you think that might be a Absolutely. possibility? Absolutely. Early investing is, I mean, that's that's a, a wonderful one, really. I mean, I, I talk about setting up a pension for your baby because you can, you know, and, and it's a really good idea. Oh, how to become a millionaire by, was it 37? Exactly. Or yes, that. yes, Wait, you can. Yes. And, and people in the know or who can afford um, financial advisors, because I, I do know costs, um, yeah, as soon as the baby's born, set up, sip, junior, I That's the thing, though. Mm. Money begets yes, money, it does. doesn't it? it does. Oh. And it shouldn't be. It's knowledge. If you have the knowledge, then you can use a small amount of money to beget money. Yes. and But you should get the knowledge at a comprehensive as much as you get at a prep school or a you know, any kind of private school, it, it just should be fair, fair playing field. Yes, uh, and, and it's it's absolutely nuts that we don't. And every time I talk about it, I think I must create some educational materials that, that teachers can understand so that they can be taught the basics. It would really help. Brilliant. I love your ideas. I learned a lot then, did you? Yeah. Great tips. Oh, my God, I love the one about toilet rolls. <laughs> I'm going to be running around the house collecting them now. I should, I should never complain. You know, the, the kids, oh, and I should say my husband as well, leaves them around the house. You know, doesn't actually take the toilet rolls out of the bathroom. Do you find they get piled up? They used to... Well, no. when they when, when they finish with them, yeah. I wish they hadn't. I wish I'd oh, left yeah, them. Oh, yeah, they just take it off, off the, the runner, yeah. put the toilet roll yeah. on, and, yeah. then, and then leave the other one yeah. Yeah, on the side. As if they cannot actually manage to lift yeah. the lid of the dustbin. But or now... The, I wish I'd put them in a uh, little bin or something. and Yeah, yeah, yeah collect them in a baggie be, yeah. and sell them on eBay. In a baggie. And one day I'll be back on eBay with my beanie <laughs> baby shop. <laughs> be your band, yeah. But no, no that, you know, there is so much we can do to, to save money. But making money, I like that idea as well. Yeah, it requires a little bit of effort. Um, but, mm. oh my God, my closet could certainly do with a clear out. <laughs> if I could just spend one morning or even, you know, for me, like, if I just tell myself I'm going to spend two hours, mm. set a timer or put a podcast, put a podcast on. Yeah. Put a podcast. Um, and then just go through my wardrobe. But then you've got to sell it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you mean wardrobe. I can't just dump it on yeah, the floor. Yeah, that's my problem. I'm sure everyone's the same. You get it all out and you start going through it and then you get bored. Yeah, well, just, just yeah. if you want the money. Just, yeah. Get on it. do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you to Jasmine Bertles, our guest for today. Yeah, thank you. And we'll be back next week. Um, if you want more information on her, you can find Money Magpie at www.moneymagpie.com. Yeah. And of course, all of our blogs and our good stuff is on www.twowomenchatting.com. Thanks for listening to Two Women Chatting with our special guests. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a rating and review. Even better, share with your friends. And please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. There's a link on our Instagram bio and Facebook pages.